All right, today we are going to talk about thoughts. I always say that my messages are simple, but really the things in life that are pretty good to know are simple. Sometimes they're difficult at the same time, right? But uh, thoughts are powerful, and we're going to learn about our thoughts today. I um, Just a little thing, you can, just the power of our thoughts and how you can kind of get wrapped up. I remember when my wife and I were first married, we lived in a little duplex in Birch Run and uh, lived right next to the Wilderness Park, a little zoo uh, with lions and tigers and bears. I knew you guys were on track. All right, I wanted to say. I wanted to say, and everybody said. Uh, but yeah, so I'd get home uh, at night sometimes, or, and uh, of course you knew uh, these predatory animals like to come alive at night and make their presence known. So you'd hear these little roars of the lions, and I'd get in my head and play this little game. I got my keys, the lion's loose. I got to try to unlock the door before he gets me. So yeah, this is what... 20-something young man does. So I, I did. I got faster sometimes. I'd drop the keys. I'd get like, it was so ridiculous. I'd get like this shakes, like, ah, and if you drop the key or whatever. So no, crazy. But that's your body. My body started reacting as though this is reality. Isn't that goofy? So, and our thoughts can change in an instant right? Our thoughts can change an instant based on, say, something we hear, see, experience. For me, I mean, I think everybody has probably experienced this at some level, um, but how weird is it when you're, say you want to, you're looking into buying an item, whatever that, whatever tickles your fancy, and like most people nowadays, you're reading reviews and you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. I mean, you're looking at it, and you're reading reviews. You could read 100 good reviews. One negative review, everything goes right out the window. Oh, geez, now i got to start looking. What, what are all the negative things about this item or whatever it is? And uh, isn't that interesting? Your thoughts are so, so built up. You're, like, excited. You're picturing yourself with this. And then one negative Nancy has to ruin the whole thing. So, but it's amazing how that works. I think... I think there's a statistic. Who knows who made this stuff up? I'm sure there's studies. But it takes like one positive word. To re- or no, I don't know. It's like hundreds of positive words to uh, basically eradicate one negative thing. Something along those lines. It's, 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 it's amazing. But, um, and then we can become defeated in our own mind, in our, with our thoughts, before we even actually try something. Isn't that weird how you can maybe be approaching something new or, or whatever, and then you reason yourself through your thinking, completely disqualifying yourself, and you fail before anything even manifested in reality. And I, I've, I know I've done that before. Um, I'm always hesitant in trying new things, but the older I get, the, the more I, I resist that. And like, you know what? Even this thing I'm, I, I spoke of earlier, just getting involved in this, uh, organization, mentor program kind of thing. But I just want to stretch myself. But uh, you can, we, can, we can really ruin things in our thinking. And I'm not telling you anything you don't know. 
But uh, it, just, it just, again, it goes back to the power of our thoughts. And so let's see what the Word of God has to say um, regarding our thoughts and the power of our thoughts. So this is pretty <clears throat> popular. I hear this said a lot, but Proverbs 23, 7, For as he thinks in his heart, or she, of course, so is he or she. So as you think in your heart, so are you. Well, that's interesting. So we follow... We follow our thoughts. I think, again, going back to a reference, and I think I heard Joyce Meyer say this, um, where the mind goes, the man follows. I believe I had that cassette tape series, I think, if you remember those. Um, Henry Ford, I hear people quote him saying this, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. That's pretty simple, right? Simple truth. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. So we, as, as kingdom kids, we can think differently. And again, it goes back, if we want to see a change in our life, it's going to start with our thoughts and our thinking and how, how easily we can be defeated with our own thoughts. And again, I, there was a few of those songs earlier we sang specifically and purposefully, uh, just to remind us that, that, again, He defines who we are and He declares who we are. And when we are rooted and grounded in His love for us as His beloved, and that, that confidence in His love for us will, will help, is the great catalyst in our thinking. Because if He is for us, who can be against us if, we, if he's backing us? Let's continue on. Um, and Colossians 3, 2 through 3, this is in the Amplified. says, set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth, which have only temporal value. For you died to this world and your new real life is hidden with Christ in God. And we see here right in the beginning of this verse, the implication is we see that we have the ability to choose our thoughts, right? I mean, for the longest time, I've, I've given messages on our thoughts. This isn't the first one, but um, how many knows we need reminding sometimes? I do. Um, but <clears throat> we have the ability to choose our thoughts right here in the first part of this, uh, of this scripture. And to keep focused habitually on the things above. So make it a habit. The things above are of eternal value. So eternal value, that's what it's talking about here. Being eternally minded wins over being earthly minded. Eternally minded. And we can get caught up with what we see uh, day to day. Um, so to set your mind and keep focused, I would almost just say, maybe just throw that TV right out the front window. I don't know. Uh, that'll help you a little bit. Um, stay focused a little more. We're going to read this in the message also. It says Colossians 3.2 in the message, Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from His perspective. 
see things from his perspective. Romans 8, 6 says, For the mindset on the flesh, our five physical senses really, is death. Other translations say to be carnally minded is death. But the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. So if we walk around always concerned, which is really a popular thing in our culture, it's all about your feelings, how you feel, your emotions, defines you, calls the shots. Hey, you're offending me because my feelings say you did and you better straighten up and I'm going to cancel you and fill in whatever. But uh, if, we, if we're constantly following those, our emotions, our five physical senses, you know, our flesh wants to rule the roost, right? The battle is over our soul, our spirit, and our body. We want control of that soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. But that leads to death. That leads to death. And, and I believe it's in Proverbs. It says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. And that is really a reference to like, Again, just walking along, following your emotions, your feelings, your five physical senses, letting that dictate your uh, path in life. And that's going to lead to death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And that spiritual mindedness uh, comes by renewing our mind. And I want to get ahead of myself, but by God's word. And as kingdom kids, our prayer should be, Lord, help me to see things the way you see them. Help me to think the way you think. Whether it's your, I mean, marriage, parenting life, work life, whatever life, social life. But we want to see things the way God sees them. Maybe there's somebody in your life that really uh, seems like uh, unnecessary to be in your life. Um, maybe maybe it's to, they're sandpaper and they're just smoothing you off. I don't know. Everybody's got a few of those. But maybe pray, God, help me to see them the way you see them. Maybe they mistreat you. Maybe they talk bad about you. Maybe whatever. But we all know Jesus died for them too. Right? (laughs) So, Lord, how can I pray a blessing on this person who's really seems like a thorn in my side or whatever? I'm not thinking of anybody in particular, but I'm just saying like that's the normal part of life. And, and that's just another area of our life that we can uh, really see God and say, how do you, th- what do you think about them? What, do you, what did you create them for? Because he created them with a purpose, just like he created you with a purpose. And maybe they were called to lead millions to Jesus. I don't know. I mean, Billy Graham was a rascal one day. Until he got saved, and look what happened. So, and let's continue on this. Um, going back to this prayer that we should be praying as, as kingdom kids, help us to see things the way you see them. Well, this is very possible. Uh, 1 Corinthians 2.16 tells us that we have the mind of Christ. In our spirit, we have been given the mind of Christ. And we can walk the way he walked on the earth, believe it or not, he was, he was our example. He said he didn't do anything. He didn't see the Father do. He didn't say anything. He didn't hear the Father say. And uh, I know we got that all figured out, right? But no, we want to be led by Holy Spirit. And 
have ears to hear, eyes to see, and hearts to receive that direction and the way he thinks. So let's go to Philippians. And uh, there's some things that we can do and also some things we don't want to do. So Philippians 4, 6-7 in the Amplified says, Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. That's simple. Easy to say. Seems pretty easy to read that. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. I think that covers everything. Man, boy, talk about challenges. All right, (laughs) let me start over. Let me get my head wrapped around this. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. All right, we got that covered. But in every circumstance and in everything, that covers everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests. Those could just be simple. We talked about this yesterday. Help. It could be a definite request. Help. With thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. And God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ. And so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding, shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Peace. It says peace will be like a guard around our heart. Our heart. I think in, uh, we're going to read this in Proverbs. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. So what goes into our heart? Our heart, the gates of our heart, our ears and our eyes, what we see and what we hear. we got to guard what goes in there. Because out of our heart come those issues in our life. Another translation says, if you don't like the issues in your life, what's going into your heart? I don't know. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we know what's in your heart by what comes out your mouth. Right? And what comes out of your mouth first went in your head. And thoughts. And then the way you believe. And then all of a sudden you start talking the way you believe. And then when you start seeing that manifested in your life. There's a lot of stuff, chain reactions going on here. But I heard this statement if we realize the power of our thoughts, we would never think a negative one. Oh, that's a good one. If we realize the power of our thoughts, and that's what we're talking about, how powerful our thoughts really are. Do you mind if I have a little sip? Oh, my wife made this coffee this morning. Is it extra, extra special this morning? Yeah, she doesn't even drink coffee. So I know. So uh, let's go on to read in Philippians 4. We're going to go on to read a verse 8. And see how our Father wants us to think. How many knows? Just remind us. He always wants what? The best for us, right? We always, just like our kids, we always want the best for our kids. So He wants the best for us. So we're going to use it as our filter. We're going to go into Philippians 4, verse 8. It says, Finally, believers, that's me, that's you, whatever is true, again, 
throw the TV out the window. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of a good repute or a good report. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, oh, this next part's just about as challenging as the first part of the last verses. Think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Think continually on these things, this list. God loves us so much, he gave us a list. You could write this list on your mirror in the bathroom with a dry erase marker if you need to, to remind yourself. But God loves us so much, he gave us a list. Whatever's true, honorable, worthy of respect, whatever is pure and wholesome, that just defines our culture, doesn't it? That's, no, it doesn't. I think our culture is diametrically opposed to what we're seeing here. Yeah. But we have the opportunity to think differently, to be different. We don't have to succumb to the nastiness of what's going on all around us. We're in Christ. We're above that, right? We're in Christ. These thoughts lead to life, and toxic thoughts lead to death. And I've heard, I'll just throw her name out there and you can look her up. But Caroline Leaf. Everybody here, anybody ever hear of Caroline Leaf? L-E-A-F? She is an excellent, excellent, um, what is she, like a brain doctor? I'll, I'll just use a layman terms because I'm a layman. But she, she studies the brain and just the, re, the results of our thinking and what our thoughts can do in relationship to our brain. And we can actually rewire our brain with right thinking. And it talks about poisonous thoughts, toxic thoughts, and what that does to your brain and how that releases uh, chemicals through your brain and creates, I mean, they tie it into like, you know, sickness, disease, and all that stuff, and what stress does and all that. But Caroline Leaf, check her out. Um, I think one of her books, it's something like this, like Who Switched Off My Brain, or, and there's related titles to that, but very, very interesting. I'm sure there's a lot more out there, but she's an excellent teacher. But, um, but just the power, that, that just goes to show you the power of your thoughts. How you can think death, death thoughts. Because eventually you think those, again, like I said, you, those thoughts lead to how you believe and those beliefs start coming out your mouth. And then death and life are in the power of your tongue. So you can start speaking and, and see that junk manifest. But we want to we wanna think those, that, that list we just read. That's why, again, he wants the best for us, and we gotta. It all it all starts with our our thinking. Uh, this next verse we're gonna jump into in Romans. This is super popular. I I almost say this is like a foundational Christianity 101 verse um, regarding our thoughts and just uh, that this is something in discipleship wise just is so foundational in our in our Christian walk to learn this. Uh, Romans 12, 2, I'll read it in the New Living Translation. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you 
into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So don't be conformed to the world, some translations say, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we renew our mind to the truth. And the truth is God's word. God's word. Jesus revealed in God's word. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's kind of like, you know, software updates. We're all used to that probably at some level, right? Um, whether it's your phone or your computer or whatever. I, I work on machines at work that are computer controlled. And some revisions of the software are like, you'll be going along and something goofy will happen. And they refer to it as just kind of being buggy. There's some bugs in there. And uh, then, you know, the next revision of software is supposed to take care of those bugs and eradicate it. And it's, you know, it can, it can get kind of buggy. It can get kind of crazy. But uh, we need software updates on a regular basis. How many knows the enemy likes to throw some bugs in our software? And uh, we got we to gotta do some software updates. I recommend a daily update. However, however you want to do that, you could listen to somebody preaching the gospel. Amen. Martin Luther said, it's been set up here a few times, but he had to hear the gospel every day because every day he forgot it. And I got I to do the same thing. So I got my, my uh, list of people I listen to and let's speak into my life. Um, I open the gates wide and uh, come on in, my ears, my eyes, whatever. Um, give me some... Jesus, preach Jesus, and um, but just renewing our minds on a consistent basis, so important. So I highly recommend uh, those software updates from God's Word. Um, God's will is for us to live in peace. We just talked about that in a couple of scriptures ago, um, and uh, it says it'll garrison around our heart and our mind. God's peace that that peace that passes all understanding. Let's look at a couple of verses. One. We'll go out of the Old Testament and one we'll read uh, from the New Testament. Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. It's interesting, all these, all these scriptures, it's the implication again is really the it's up to us. We can choose to fix our thoughts where we want to. And again, we can get wrapped up in some crazy stuff, but that is an amazing promise that he will keep us in perfect peace. I know, I know there's somebody in this room that always, always lives in perfect peace 24-7. Who is that person? Anybody? Okay. Sam, are you good? I think she does. Okay. In the Gospel of John, we'll, read, we'll see Jesus uh, talking in the Gospel of John here. John 14, 27 in the Amplified says, This is Jesus. Peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not. This is Jesus talking. This isn't a suggestion. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. And do not 
permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. Do we have any opportunity to be fearful, intimidated, cowardly, or unsettled in today's day and age? Plenty of that. So whose court is this ball in, it looks like? Looks like it's in our court. This, the ball's in our court, people. Jesus is saying, this isn't, I don't think he's just, yeah, if you want to, try this out. Try this on for size. Saying, don't let your hearts be troubled. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And again, it goes back to knowing who we are in him. Who we are in him. Finding our definition in him. And, and which would lead us right into that peace that Jesus is talking about here. Um, maybe we need to meditate on this next verse in, in Proverbs a little more uh, to help us. If we are unsettled, uh, if we are a little intimidated, I mean, my gosh, there's a million ways to be intimidated in the culture today. You don't, you don't want to be starting fights with people and stuff, just, you know, not wearing brand new certain articles of clothing on your face. You know, who knows? I'm not saying, I'm not, you know, it's up to you. Be free. We're in the land of the free. Do what you want. But it is, it's just like, it's crazy how, like, you kind of step back, like, I don't want to take anybody off here. But, um, but we're not, we're not, as children of God, we're not uh, to be, allow ourselves to be fearful, intimidated, cowardly, or unsettled. So the righteous are what? Bold as a lion. Bold as a lion. We're not jerks, though. We can't be jerks. We, got, we have love. Love of God is shed abroad in our heart by Holy Spirit. Okay, that was a little rabbit trail. Let's come back. Um, so this next verse in Proverbs, help us, again, this is God's thoughts. You know, he thinks of it too. He thinks about us a lot. Psalm 139, 17 through 18. We are coming in for a landing, folks. In the New Living Translation, it says, How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Just like I used to stare at my kids when they were sleeping, when they were little babies, watching them breathe. <laughs> stare at them. <I'm, laughs> I was going to make a joke that I still do that. But no, that's, that's the way Jesus is with us. I, I've, I've jokingly said that before, but he's just like, he thinks about us so much. He's just anticipating the opening of our eyes in the morning and so excited to, uh, to just overwhelm us with his love. But uh, that's the way I, I think I just, if we're that goofy as parents that we're just so sloppy, I mean, sloppy, sloppy with our love, our affection toward our kids. Sorry. I know sometimes I just get lost in thought. And it just stops. Um, but no, I mean, just in the car ride today, all my wife, I was in the back seat. My son was driving. I let my wife be the co-pilot for good reason. And anyways, it just keeps the stress level down on me. Uh, anyways, all my wife hears from the front or the back seat is, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. It's me 
putting my hand on my daughter's shoulder, rubbing her hair, poking her on the nose, tickling her. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I've never been able to stop it. See, you're such a cute kid, you just stop, you don't stop getting cuter. So, I don't know, I said, just like my mom said, you'll understand when you have kids. So, I can't wait for the first time to hear my grandbaby 30 years from now say, uh, <laughs> stop it. We'll let her start dating 42. Something. All right. So anyways, I really got off on something goofy there. But that's just how I think. It says his thoughts are so precious toward us. I mean, how much more the one who created us is overwhelmed with love for us? How much more is he just wanting to show us and display his love? I mean, you can get caught up in that, and you should get caught up in that. Because the knowledge of that love, a revelation of his love, perfect love casts out all fear. And uh, I I said it recently, but um, a pastor out in Sacramento, I heard say this, and I'm just like, Man, that's really, I got to digest this. This is amazing. Just, he gave the illustration or the picture that just as light dissipates darkness, so God's love dissipates fear. And just like that, I'm just like, man, that is deep. That is some heavy revy, as they say. So if we can get hold of that, God's love, as we get revelation of his love, it dissipates any fear in our life that the enemy brings in. He did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind. I bet you that has something to do with getting your thoughts in line. He promised us a sound mind. But I'll just say one more little, well, maybe I have another one-liner I don't know about, but Bill Johnson, Pastor Bill Johnson from Bethel and Reading, says, I cannot afford to think a thought that God doesn't have about me. That is strong. That's a strong statement. And I have that on the desktop of my computer sometimes at work. I cannot afford to think a thought that God doesn't think about me. That's, that's really deep. And I pray that we get revelation of that. And uh, just to leave you with, with one last little uh, truth bomb, if you will. Um, I heard a wise man say this. I have no idea who that wise man was, but... He must have been wise to say this. It says, the way we think is so powerful that we cannot act against it. You will not act differently than the way you think. And that's something. That's telling. So let that sink in. We will not act differently than the way we think. That those thoughts are so powerful. And again, going back to what Joyce Meyer said, as the mind goes, the man follows. So let's, let's, maybe this is the first time you heard something like this. Maybe this is the millionth time you heard something like this. But it just is a reminder. Maybe you need some software updates in your, in your mind from God's word. So, 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 that word of God in your heart. And uh, so, so, so. I'm not going to sing any songs, Fritz. Don't. Uh, sow the word of God in your heart and let it take root 
and bring out harvest. You've been listening to a message from Karis New Testament Church. For more information or to contact us, go to www.karisntc.org. And remember, you are deeply loved, highly favored, and destined to reign in Christ Jesus.